distance, boss fights lead tower. We are tracking you. Head for bay 35. Over. Copy that. Locked in for 35. Welcome back to Docking Bay 35. I'm your host, Vinny. And I am your humble hanger out on the desert planet of Tatooine. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, welcome back. Um, yeah, we're still a humble hanger. And this is my co-host, Sharon. Also no, my name is a humble hanger out on the desert planet of Tatooine. Okay. We'll add a plunk noise in there just to be sure. Okay. Anyways, uh, sorry about last week. Uh, I have a new work schedule, and I'm trying to get used to it the best I can. Also, we felt as though we should let last week's, or two weeks ago, the episode from two weeks ago, just a little, just a little marinade, just a little, uh, so be out there in the universe a little longer. I mean, I also think that it's important to take breaks. Like, I, th I think we've all been going through a lot. These, like, it's it, like, I feel like it's hard to not be in denial about all the stuff that's happening out in the world. And, you know, we just needed a break. But, you know, we're back, ready to get back into it. Yeah. And we're on social media, uh, all the social medias, uh, at Docking Bay 35. Yeah. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, and Ko fi. You can also email us anytime at DockingBay35. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot going on in the world right now. And um, I don't know, it's just, the world has become even more divisive in and of itself. That It's good just to take a step back and really like think about what you need in life, you know? Yeah. And, Turns out, we enjoy doing this podcast stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we need this podcast. Oh, speaking about news, but on the lighter end of things, the trailer for um, Star Wars Squadrons came out, the new oh EA game. Oh my gosh, EA did us right. They even have, like, they even say they have the, a very diverse set of pilots, which is amazing. Is that a Transdotion pilot? I Heck know. yeah. How does he fit in that cockpit? How does he fit in an A-Wing? I know, seriously. <laughs> Way to really squish a guy in like a... Yeah, his knees are what he uses to pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Blessed Harris and Dula. Oh, yes, queen. In the background. And I... I didn't, um, this is actually something that you were sort of watching while we were setting up the equipment, but isn't there, like, now more, um, trailer stuff about, like, the actual ships? Oh, yeah. Like, there's, uh, there's gonna be, uh, all the normal ships, like X-Wings, A-Wings, um, Y-Wings, but there's also gonna be, like, new ships, like the U-Wing, and, um, I hadn't seen a b-wing yet which is very surprising yeah like, maybe would, that wouldn't that be like our version of the bomb well we do have a bomber in the y-wing and why is the u-wing there and not a b-wing i don't know the game looks really fun though like um in battlefront 2 flying is one of my favorite things to do so having a game solely based on flying like uh ace combat but Star Wars seems pretty cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Ace Combat on the PlayStation. I remember playing it for the first time, and uh, 
absolutely being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sign up for the Air Force, and then being like, oh, no, it's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> this is like real life at yeah. all. Yeah. What the heck? Why can't I just have unlimited rockets? <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately. Well, I guess, like, let's segue this into, um, of, of the, well, okay, first off, I do want to address your question about the B-Wing. I wonder if, like, the EA game developers are just like, how the fuck do like, do the game mechanics around this freaky weird chip? Because, like, the, the weird thing about the B-Wing is that, like, the tip of it is, like, center and everything else gyrates around it. And so, like, I can imagine that, like, that can be really strange, um, trying to figure out, like, how to do the mechanics of, of, of that specific one. I also feel like the B-Wing is, like, particularly powerful because, like, it doesn't have, like, Death Star lasers. It has, like, Death Star technology, like, a really strong beam. Uh, it doesn't have, like, Death Star, like, I'm a destroy planet, but they'll take down, like, a bomber and maybe, like, get, penetrate through, like, a shield of a cruiser or something yeah but i can imagine how how that could be like a really different as opposed to like an x-wing or an a-wing that it seems pretty intuitive mm -hmm. i'm really curious though how different it's gonna be from like battlefront flying yeah yeah well like that's what i was thinking too like why couldn't this just be an add-on to battlefront why have it be its own game but then i looked outward and looked at it as we're getting a game that is star wars that is open, uh, open platform. Uh, what is it called? What is it called? Open world? Not open world. Uh, cross platform. Mm. That's what I'm most excited for. Because, like, my Xbox died, so I can't play with my Xbox friends. And, like, I only have so many games for the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. um, now I won't have to worry about that. That's uh, This is the direction that I wish, like, more and more companies will go into, is this cross play uh, compatibility and adding it to their games. <sighs> this feud between Xbox and PlayStation will not end, though. Like, even though the Xbox is more powerful, sure, uh, the PlayStation 5 has that, like, aesthetic of, like, looking like a Wi-Fi router, I guess, if you're into that thing. I mean, I like PlayStation... Uh, okay, we could get into this tangent. And, um, I, I yeah, sort sorry, of, tangent. I have, I have this feeling, because I grew up on PlayStation, and so... And I grew up, like, with PlayStation, and, and this is still sort of, like, a fact, is that a lot of games that I like, which are, like, Japanese JRPGs, um, or, like, dating sims, those can... Those really only come from, like that side of like the gaming console but honestly i feel like both xbox and playstation are just quaking by the power of the nintendo switch you're not wrong did you see xbox is actually releasing releasing a handheld version of the xbox which still is not crazy. gonna be as fun oh i mean i i'm sure but like I can't. I still want to see how it looks. You know, like we've had so many things. Like PlayStation has tried the Vita. That's true. They tried. They tried so hard. But then, like it did. I don't know. I just don't feel like they tried hard enough. Like they let that slip through their fingers. You know. Yeah. Like they never like released a ton of games. Like I think the only reason why anybody played um, on the Vita. Socom. Huh. Socom. That one like military strategy game where it's kind what? of like Republic Commando. No! Yeah, that was the only no, 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 game no, no, no. I ever seen on the no. Vita that was Final, Final Fantasy, uh... Dissidia, 
I would say um, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on uh, the place... Or the, no, that was the PSP. And then the Vita, I think the one thing that sort of put it over the edge was... Or the what put it so that people bought it was uh, Persona 5 Golden. Persona 4 Golden, sorry. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, but both of those consoles failed, like yeah. in terms of a yeah. And portable. now that Xbox is getting some skin in the game, like, are they going to try and do this thing? Because Xbox is Microsoft as a whole are trying to do this: get rid of exclusives, get rid of the, like just this platform. You could play any video game on it. That's what they're going for. More is PlayStation. They have their set uh, exclusives. Come to come back to us. Stay with us. Whereas I think Xbox is trying to be that, once again, where that system that you just plop in the living room and it could, it just works. We're just the giant brick. Yeah. We're a giant brick. We're not a Wi-Fi router. <laughs> so it's either get your, get your paychecks, save them up, save your pennies to either buy a mini fridge or Wi-Fi router. Oh, goodness. I'm just going <laughs> to stick to my Nintendo Switch. Ah, our clapper! What the heck? What is our clap? We got a we got a Darth Vader clapper. <laughs> yeah, it's a so it's like a Darth so like it it's in the shape of Darth Vader and it's plugged into our plug, and it um and it and it just it Darth Vader talks to us whenever we clap our hands. Or like I spank Sharon's cheeks. You know which ones I'm talking about. What? <laughs> Okay, no, no. Uh, anyways, let's get into the episode. Okay. Uh, today's episode is Children of the Force. Yeah, it's directed by Brian Callan O'Collar and written by Henry Gilroy and Wendy Miracle. Wow. That's a lot the, of writers. The moral of the story is the first step to correcting a mistake is patience. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Anyways, love you. um, yeah. How did you feel about this episode? Like, do you want to briefly summarize it? It's basically like Cad Bane steals yeah, kids. Cad Bane steals babies. The Jedi sort of freak out. Yeah. They kind of do this thing that seems morally like or ethically ambiguous or pretty bad but um yeah and then they go to mustafar yeah i mean what what morally ambiguous thing that they do this time well i think that like it's really interesting because like i've never seen the jedi like that desperate yeah to to like sort of reverse what was happening in which like all these people were like losing their kids or whatever that like they basically torture cat yeah they like mine mushed him mind mushed and, and like yeah i've, I've always i don't know maybe they bulkleted his mind a yeah little bit. <laughs> yeah no that's what they did and it was like um like i feel like um maybe like i i i like read too many x-men comics like i just feel like um professor x made it a point not to like do that yeah because it's like n- not the most ethically right way to retrieve information yeah yeah and the fact that three well two masters and anakin 
<laughs> uh, did a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. So hard that this man who wasn't weak minded at all, yeah, at all. Like even they, even Mace, or it was Mace or Obi who was like, yeah, he's not that weak. Yeah. Um, that they were able to crack his mind like that, like an egg. Yeah, and like a blue egg. Yeah, and I feel like um, it was like a it particularly well. I, I, there's so many things. Like first, I think it's fascinating that Ahsoka is the one to suggest it. Right, right, right. The youngest one there the civilian if you will well i mean like she she definitely is anakin's parentis yeah um and i think that it was really like an excuse for like you to really see anakin like go ham on somebody yeah like in that kind of way yeah i mean cad bane kicked ahsoka's butt twice in the span of two episodes yeah maybe she's just like yeah maybe um yeah, I, um, I don't know. I just thought that that, that scene was was sort of interesting. I like, and I I I feel like um, since it was Mace, he was like, oh, I'll torture him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Mace is that kind of like. Fuck that guy. Shatterpoint. Fuck that guy peacefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Shatterpoint. Oh, his mind. Mind creeps. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that that was, like, sort of interesting. I also thought it was interesting, um... Not interesting. I thought it was sort of funny that Cad Bane could get so far in just a Jedi robe. I feel like... Right. Like, he was just wearing a Jedi robe over his jacket. And, 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 like, they were like, okay, here's my baby! (laughs) I mean, he did pull out, like, this weird, like, machine that made that lady sleep or something. Yeah, I, he's got gadgets, but I I just think that that's so funny that I feel so bad for that one mom, the real yeah. mom who like she thought that she was like giving her son to like be like a better person in reality. She, she just lost her son for no reason. Yeah, I mean the babies I well, assume I mean, are returned this time. Yeah, like... they could Did they like just did the... I don't know. It, it, did the Jedi take them and just like, oh, we're already at Coruscant, let's just... This is keep them. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure they weren't like that. Yeah. I'm sure they've returned them to their mothers. Like, that little Gungan baby is so cute. <sighs> I feel like Gungans don't deserve any of the hate. It's really just all Jar Jar. Yeah, like, Gungans as a rate, like... They're, they're not bad. No, they're not. They sub being warriors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they have, like, the coolest EMT weapons. They have people like Peppa. Yeah. Yeah. And this baby. This baby. Gungan Force-sensitive baby. Oh, my gosh. We need more, um, we need more Gungan Jedi, honestly. Oh, speaking of Gungan Jedi, how do you feel- Did you watch any of the new, uh, Ahmed Best, uh, child game show- no, but it oh, looks really interesting. It's have you? super cute. It's like the cutest thing I've ever seen. Firstly, it's all just like a bunch of kids and they're like doing missions and stuff. And it's like these like, you know, elaborate obstacle courses. Oh, but it's... oh, 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 Sharon, is it kind of like that secret of the hidden temple on Nickelodeon all those years ago? I've never. Well, oh, the problem is gosh. I didn't have Nickelodeon growing up as a kid. Oh, well, this, this, from what you just said, it reminds me of this show called... Secrets of the Hidden Temple, where there's this, like, 
tome statue thing voiced by um Oh, what's his name? The guy who voiced Rex and all the Oh, D. Bradley Baker? Yeah, D. Bradley Baker. And, like, I didn't know that was his voice until recently. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, small world. Anyways, tell me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's Ahmed Best who, as we all know, played Jar Jar in the prequel trilogies. And he, like, plays um, as, like, a Jedi who's, like, training all these kids, um to go through basically their Jedi trials. And so, like, the first obstacle course is, like, them collecting pieces, like, on, like, a planet to, like, put together as, like, a lightsaber. And then, like, you know, it's, like, constant. it's, like, all these, like, you know, cute little, like, very, um, very, like, a Jedi training academy style, like, like, you could do it, kids! And then, like, if the kids fail, it's like, oh, don't worry, like, you're still a great Jedi, you just gotta, like, train more. Yeah. Go back, go back to your training, kind of thing. Um, and it's just really cool because, like, it's, like, a lot of kids being really astounded by these, like, really amazing, like, movie-quality sets. Mm-hmm. Um. And costumes, from what I've seen. Yeah, and costumes. And, and, you know, just seeing them, like, jump really high and, like, help each other out. It, it's it's very sweet. And it's free. Like, you could watch it just on YouTube um, on Star Wars Kids. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I remember hearing about it and um, being super excited about a Star Wars game show, so I'm glad it turned out really good. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. I mean, it's... It really is dependent on how much you like kids, though, because it's it's truly just me going, like... Oh. oh, look at those children. They're falling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can't remember that story. Oh, oh. that Jedi proverb. <laughs> Went through one ear, came out the other. Oh, these dumb younglings. Oh. They got so much out of them. And it's like, <laughs> there's no threat of, like, the Clone Wars, like, you know, ruining them. They're just, you know. Yeah, they're real children. Yeah. There's no Gunji. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What happened to Gunji? I think he's alive. I think he's thriving. If he's not alive, we riot. It's, yeah, basically. It's, I, uh, you know, Gunji is, like, a hard one because, like, you know what happens to, like, either, like, he gets hit by, like, the Jedi thing. (laughs) The Jedi Jedi Purge? (laughs) Order 66. Or he gets hit by the slavery of his, like, kind. Yeah. Oh, that's so rough. Double whammy. Yeah, and as a Jedi, like, trained that far into life, like, not from birth, but just being a child and mm-hmm. knowing no other way. Ah, we've seen, like, the struggle with, like, Kanan, so I can't imagine it, like, from a Wookiee's perspective. I know, yeah. But I mean, but I feel like because Wookiees are, like, so um, iconic, it, they're... I feel like I have seen a lot of, like, Wookiees that just, like, exist in the periphery, sort of like how Chewbacca, like, you know, existed and was freed and, like, continued to do things. So, like, I feel like if Gunji survived, like, Gunji would, like, be living for a while. Like, he would still be alive, like, during the Resistance time and he wouldn't. Right. The full Gunji! Who doesn't want Gunji alive? Raise I know. Dave hands. Filoni. Dave Filoni. Of all of the, of all the announcements. people we love is your thing. Yeah, you say this, but Dave Filoni has brought back, like, Ahsoka, brought back Old Man Rex. Right. He doesn't kill that much. He brought back Ahsoka twice. I know, thrice, because <laughs> this Mandalorian. 
I'm, but like, bring back Gunji. I know that Dave Filoni like has a hand in his creation. So like, I know. Bring back Gunji. Do a real life Wookie in the Mandalorian. That's how you do it. Yes. Roll in with the Soka. Yes. So good. So good. Somebody's got to start a new force-sensitive school for special children. Yeah, you know what? Fuck, fuck, whatever the fuck, um, like Luke Skywalker did. Gunji school is the real school that you go to. That it's the accredited Jedi Academy. Right, the one that you know has descendants of the actual Jedi Temple. But also have, um, you know, it's like where all the cool, like, non-humanoid aliens are. Yeah, but you they know? all uh, group up. And yeah, it's the Gungan Jedi! The Rodian Jedi. Yeah, the Rodian Jedi. The, 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 the Biff Jedi. The... <laughs> like, all the all the cool ones. Did we say Gungan? Yeah, we did say Gungan. What the two gun- more Gungans. More Gungan Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want this. I really, I actually desperately want this now. It, that sounds so cute. Yeah, Luke Skywalker's a chump. Ahsoka's where it's at. <laughs> no! Gunji! Gunji! Gunji? Jedi yes. Master. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine a Wookiee going through the Jedi trials? Like, okay, we got the cis white people go through it, but like, what about a Wookiee? <laughs> like, what was that? Like, his, his first trial to get his crystal was just take a nap. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. I know you're a Wookiee and you have that inner rage is like your thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just like love how like his whole perspective is like slightly different too. He's like, I want to make my lightsaber out of wood. <sighs> I love that episode. I can't wait to get there instead of like this episode where. The main storyline is baby stealing. And then the Sith being like, if they die, I lose nothing. Oh my god. I hate that line because it's just so... Oh, what's so opposite of empathetic? Apathetic? That. Like, Palpatine's evil. If anything, I'm excited to get past this arc so that you can stop getting hung up on baby stealing. Yeah. First of all... Baby stealing. <laughs> Second of all, sure. no Jedi do not steal babies. Oh my god. Anyways, I I think this episode is actually sort of interesting. Like I think I think the idea of like Sidious having like all of these installations that are designed to be like like it's it's just like it it I think it's like so like fourth dimensional chess smart to have like these facilities that you could just dunk in lava immediately. Right, Mustafar is the perfect planet for that. Yeah, and I love like the I love like the the reference in in taking us back, um, taking us there before all of the episode three drama comes in and like. I don't know, like I think it's it's sort of cool, and I and I like how inner it. It, I feel like this episode in particular really interconnects things because I feel like the implication of um, of what Sidious was doing to these children mm-hmm. sort of is like a precursor to like all of these plans about the Inquisitors, right? And all the plans about um, like the yeah, and the the Inquisitors and in Rebels, the Inquisitors in um, in Jedi Fallen Order, um, which which makes me sort of curious because like. I, I feel like um, I'm I'm really 
I wonder, like, how far ahead Dave Filoni was thinking in terms of, like, was he just throwing this as, like, a thing to, like, reference in the EU? Like, um, I'm not familiar if there was, like, a similar thing that happened. Um, I don't think so. I don't remember ever seeing, like, the Inquisitors like this. The, the role of two was pretty hard set mm. in the EU. Like, um, things like, well, for example, like, the uh, Starkiller games, um, mm. Force Unleashed, like, he had to keep Starkiller a secret, or else his emperor, the emperor would kill both of them, you know? Right. The rule of two was hard set. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's, like, extra fascinating, then, that Dave Filoni created this, like, like, this sort of, like, throwaway thing, but that it was harkened back to in this way. And I guess, like, yeah, you could... Rebel, yeah, Rebels, like, the fact that we get f- not fully trained, like, they seem clumsy with their sabers, but, like, still getting the more than two dark side users, the fact that Palpatine was thinking about this in the Clone Wars. Right. Cool, I guess. Well, I mean, I think it's cool in the sense, um... I I think it's cool that this is sort of, like, the origin point for, like, those things and how, and how, like, everything is, like, interconnected in this, like, web of, of, like, generations, you know? Yeah. Storytelling. I think it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, at the end of the day, like, Palpatine gets away with it. Nobody knows what was happening there. I know, it's tragic. But at the same time, they were able to save the babies, which is cool. Those yeah. murderous robots in that lab were scary, though. They kind of remind me of these robots from this Doctor Who episode where they're on this, like, um... It's kind of like a satellite, but that but they record all of the television shows for, like, uh, the world. And there's these two robots. It starts off as, like, a cool, hip fashion show with Captain Jack Hartnicks, but then, like... They turn murderous and are like, oh, we could give you an uptuck or something. And, like, their hands turn into, like, chainsaws and blades. Yeah. Oh. Kind of like this episode with these droids. Anyways, Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> yeah. Captain Jack Hartness. Captain Jack Hartness. We love him. We love you. Um, yeah. Let's look at our notes. Oh, there's like 12 notes because this episode is weird. There's a plunk droid. <laughs> oh, bless the plunk droid. I know, where are our plunk droid parts, go? Um, I don't know, but you know what I found? What? A plunk droid core meme page. <gasps> I know. They pointed yes. out the fact that plunk droids have the widest thigh gap. Ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ah, uh, but also, like, Obi-Wan and Mace Windu totally fall for a trap in this episode. Like, they're cocky about it, too. Like, Anakin's like, you know you're walking to a trap, right? And he's Obi-Wan's just like, mm, yes, I know. Or some, I don't remember what his exact th- uh, way of saying, but he's super sassy about it. Do you remember that? Hmm. Where they walk into the room with... Cad Bane, and he's like, mm, let me just walk over here and get the hologram for you guys. Honestly? And there's, like, lasers coming from the roof. I must have been distracted. Yeah, doing... you're, you're probably, like, thinking of that scene and thinking of the box, because it's the same scene. The I swear. box! I love the box! Ah! Yeah, booby traps. I know. 
I'm um I'm just excited to see Cad Bane episodes in which we're past the baby stealing and we can just see him for what he is. Iconic. Do you not remember our conversation with- You're not wrong. No, Mr. Junior was very informative. Mm -mm. I don't hate Cad Bane. You can have your opinions, I'm just saying. You can. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. He's just not- he's still not one of my favorite characters. Like, he's cool-looking. But he's not a good person at all. Like, not to say that you need some sort of redeeming factor to be, like, one of my favorite characters. Like, Palpatine in a funny way is my favorite character because of how weird he speaks and his butt face forehead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, (laughs) but I feel like Palpatine has layers, you know? like Yeah, he's like an ogre. Like an onion. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I think... And, that, like, I don't disagree with you. Like, I'm still not convinced that Cad Bane is, like, the most great character in the world. And I don't think Junior was sort of making that point either. I but, think he's... He, yeah, he was just saying he's... Cool factor is up to an 11. And also, he's, like, one-dimensional. And that simplicity... There is there is something to be said about that, like, right. simplicity. Right, But, um... But, like, I get what you're saying, where, like, I think you want, like, um, where I think you want, like, layers to your character, your favorite characters. I love layers. Stola Samari, the character I've made, oh, so many layers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I love people who, like, aren't one tone. Like, no human is. Like, the fact that, like, Cad Bane is just so heartless all the time. It's just, I don't know, different. I don't know. I mean, like, we see vulnerability in him. Like, he finally loses. Yeah, but that doesn't count. It doesn't count. (laughs) He was afraid. He was just like, get out of my head. Get out of my head. I guess. What did you do to me? Very tragic. Or not tragic, but, like, you know, like, it's like a, a moment of vulnerability, you know? Well, he did steal children, so he deserves it. I don't know. It's not like Mace Windu cut off his head. Peacefully. <laughs> Peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Any final thoughts on the episode? Mm, I am anxiously excited for... Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not gonna lie. Like the, I just opened up the 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 commercial for it. I love it. I love everything about flying. I love, I love the fact that I get to be in an X-wing. I love the fact that I get to be in a U-wing for some reason. What kind of armaments does a U-wing even have? I mean, like, I thought it, it had van? side turrets. Yeah, I thought it was like a van, like a space van. Um, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not an imperial guy. I I don't really get the ships. Like, I love the fact that a X-wing looks like a F-15. You know. Um, final thoughts for the episode, though. Eh. Eh. It gets two N's out of five. 
<laughs> I think I think it's interesting. I think it's it's like a good setup. It sets up a lot of things that goes on in the future. It sets up the Inquisitor program. It sets up um, sort of what it 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 does good in terms of like building um, Palpatine's character without revealing too much. Yeah, they don't reveal anything really. I think it also sets up like some good like foreshadowing of Anakin. And I think it's it's worth sort of building this um, world about, like, the system of, like, how Jedi um, find their membership, too. Yeah. And I think that it's... it's I, I know that... I know what you mean, because I feel like you, you're sort of frustrated by, like, a lot of the dialogue um, with fans about how they oversimplify how the Jedi, like, steal babies as a way to justify why they don't like them. And I get that that can be frustrating. So frustrating. But at the same time, though, I think it's, like, still sort of, like, an interesting thing that the Jedi sort of... Because they just have to find these people with gifts that they that they have this really odd system. And right. it sets up this weirdness, especially when it comes to, like, Anakin versus, like, every other Jedi that was taken, like before they had much memory. Mm-hmm. And also like the like how gives you perspective on like the Jedi themselves and where they come from when they are taken at such a young age. You know, like I I think it's I think all in all it's a good episode. I think it builds a lot of the lore. It really fleshes a lot of things and a lot of questions right. and sets up things for the future and I think that that in that sense, I think it's a good episode. Yeah, I hear you. Like, I love that we get to see how vulnerable the the Jedi have become as a whole. Oh, yeah. Because they're so cocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I love that about this episode. Yeah. Um, like, again, there's always good in every episode of Star Wars. Because it's still Star Wars at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, like, but... I still had a good time. It's just, like, not my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fair to say. You know what I want now? Hmm. That Gunji Jedi Academy. Yeah, Dave. Please make it happen. Get, bring Gunji back. Bring Gunji Hashtag free Gunji. Hashtag free Gunji. Yes. Um, with that note, with should that we note, blow let's, up this taco stand? Let's blow up this taco stand. Do you... Wait, before we go... Oh. oh. Do you want to talk about 501st drama after the credits? Yeah, it's, you're right. It's not worth talking. It's like messy. Hey, FYI, um, look into the file first before joining. Just check in with your garrison and see if they have any red flags. If so, um, join the Mercs. Join the Rebel Legion. Yeah, join the Super Guild. But just, um, it's it's so hard to say though. Ah, there's just so much. Inf- there's not enough information coming out, but at the same time. I was affected by what's going on right now and the guise of I had old cis white men come down and group up on me, a young 20 year year old uh, just trying to make his way in the universe. So I walked away from the 501st and haven't applied back to it because of um, personal reasons. Um, But yeah, Things are messy with the 501st. If you have 501st friends, just stick close to them, you know? Don't um, don't let them uh, join the side of hate. That's a story for another time. You know, like, I think I could do a whole hour episode just on how much drama 
the Bible first is brought into my life. Um, I'm not sure if that's something anybody would want to listen to, but I could even bring up a panel of people whose lives have just been not wrecked, per se, but this, like, turned around because of these jerks in the 501st. But it's not all, just, it's not all the 501st. There's, of course, there are good people in the 501st, like Alvin Johnson, like, um, shoot, can't think of another one. Oh, oh, you know who else? Don Bright. Don Bright. You know who else? Kai King. Sarah Pulakissi. Why am I saying their last names? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just wish there was a brighter day in the 501st. And I wish it would come sooner. Um, anyways. Let's blow up this dog that's dead. Okay. I have spoken. Copy that. Locked in for 3-5. <laughs>